Welcome to the Northern Touch Show. I am your host, Director Awesome, joined by Thrust OG. And, and again, we are missing DJ Despair, who's off on another assignment. Uh, today, we have a special guest with us. We have a musician, artist, mindbender, as well as adult film star known as Malcolm Lovejoy. Welcome to the show. Happy to be here, fellas. Happy to be here, Thrust and Director Awesome. Yes, mindbender in the flesh. What's good? Yes. Oh, you tell us, man. It's a blessing, man. We're so happy to get you up on here, man. You're one of the names we had. So hey. We got to get this personality out here for sure. Thank you. Thank you, man. Well, you know, like, like I'm just out here building my dreams very quietly. Some people know about me. Some people don't. But, uh, you know, that's all right. I still do the music and porn and journalism and whatever. I, I wear like seven or eight different hip-hop tangos, but uh, like many a man of many hats and dreams. But, yeah, yeah, I'm good. What, what, what y'all want to know? See, well, I, see, I knew know. when yeah. when when up, we we first met actually yeah. on set of the Fly Music video. Uh, we yeah. were recording that. Uh, this was back in August, or sorry, July. I think we're recording that. And I didn't know that you were in the adult film. And um, do you want to tell us how you got started in that? Yeah, it's really. I'm glad you asked because uh, I got started in the adult industry right before my 36th birthday. I, I, I like. I have it in mind. Shout out to ODB. <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean, I started when I was, it's been like seven or eight years. And um, I actually was in hip hop for 25 years. I've been in, doing hip hop since I was 13. But I half of the reason that I got into hip hop is my love of women. My very first reason is I thought I want to be a musician because a musician travels every night and they go to a new city and they fuck somebody new that loves their music. That's the best job. Oh my God, new new love partners every night. And then I was like, oh, yeah, on top of that, you can also do social commentary and drop jewels and speak out for justice or whatever. So, like, I had that, like, KRS-One, Chuck D, Rakim brain in me, but my heart always wanted to hook up with women at all times. So then I turned 35 after, like, 25 years in hip-hop, and I was like, a lot of these dudes in hip-hop are frauds, and they're front-end, and they exaggerate their skills with women, and, you know, they're beating women, and they're just... There's a lot of whack bullshit in not only hip hop, just rock and roll, just music, music in general. Yeah. Just yeah. music. I won't just play hip hop. I'm like, yo, rock and roll. I, even like techno DJs, like fucking just entertainment. I'm like, a lot of these dudes aren't about sex. They don't respect women. They just want to be like petty little pimps and like, you know, little whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. All this shit ain't, they, they ain't real about women. I'm going to be like, I'm going to take music and remove it as the middleman and just go straight into sex. So. I turned 35, 36, and was like, boom, I've been doing porn ever since, and I love my life. I can literally say it's the number one best decision I've ever made for myself in my life, to become a porn star. That is awesome to hear, man. No pun intended. How did you, who gave you the first, um, the lead into the industry? Because I know you had the music music industry, you know how to run that. But going from music to the porn, like, what was the first, was it? Uh, you, did you know a producer? How did you get in the in the door? You applied for something like yo, that was the first job. Like what was yo, the first I, experience? You know what? I'll, I'll give it to you like this, which is so, so ill. Like I parallel like music and porn have so many parallels. A lot of it, like whether it's like big companies versus independent companies, mm-hmm. and just just being an independent independent creator out there, just trying to find somebody who will just invest in you. Literally, a porn star and a musician are in the same boat. But I had this ill thing. I was like, yo, I'm a dope MC, whatever. I'm weird, whatever, but I'm still dope. I want to be like Canada's. I always wanted to be Canada's Feral Monch or Rascass or or like Del the Funky Homo Sapien, Andre 3000, like some next yeah. level MC. 
from Toronto, but still a next level MC. Yeah. And I always want, I wanted to have my moment where I saw someone and I spit. I'm like, yo, whatever. I spit. And they hear me and they're like, yo, roll with me. You're on my, you're on my label now. Like Big Sean did that with, you know, Kanye and good music and Biggie does it with Puff and random people just spit a rhyme and that's their story. And none of that ever happened for me as Mindbender. I, I met RZA. I met Killer Priest. Yep. I met a lot of my heroes. I spit for them and they're like, yo, you're crazy. But like, wow, that's like, Killer Priest was literally like, not yet. He's like, yo, your shit is so ill, but like people aren't ready for, for me and you to work together yet. I've never even said that, but that's what Killer Priest told me when I spit for him. And I'm saying all this to say, when I decided to become a, a shoot porn, in my very first year of doing porn, I went to a convention at the convention center downtown on Front Street, the everything to do with sex show. Ah. And there was a there was a there was a porn company from Montreal. Montreal had like literally one which of one? the you few which one it was? Montreal, uh, it, was it was called Max Models. Okay. So Max Models from Montreal was one like literally one of the biggest porn companies in Canada. And they did a, a, an exhibit here at the Toronto Everything to Do with Sex Show. So I show up and I was like, I had like this little kind of sexy shirt on and I was like, yo, you showed up in a typical mind Joy. Joy. Uh, well, well, you know, I'm just looking kind of fly, kind of ill. Yeah, you know. and, but, <laughs> but I was like, you know, I had my arms out and whatever and I was like, yo, I've shot a few porn. Uh, I'm ready. I, I got my two pieces of ID. I take care of my body. I done, I, you know, mm-hmm. I got a couple of women and instantly on the spot, the dude that was the president of the porn company was like, you look good. You sound good. You like everything you're doing is right. Boom. Roll with me. So like I was signed to ah, it. So, like, there's, there's that, like, looking for. that experience that I wanted in hip hop for 25 years, I got it in porn where I lit somebody yeah, I sees me and was like, yo, boom, you, you like, you're the real deal. Roll with me. Yeah. So I was like, yo, this is fucking crazy. But I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't stopped. Right. <laughs> I, I haven't stopped rhyming. I'm still rhyming, but like I, I do both. Well, you have to refocus. Yeah. It's like when you open a new bag, you know what I mean? Even me as an MC, you know, label, artist, look, even this show, this is not, I'm not rhyming on the show. So yeah. the best thing I find as an artist is not to get trapped in one lane. It's like you get the, what's the Mark Hamill starcast? You get typecast. And the wow. good thing about it is now you have all this energy. You're not putting all your energy in just this, in, in the rap and in the music and the hip hop. So when you come back to your hip hop, it's like a fresh new toy now. That's what I find. I have all these other things. That's why I do it. And when I come back to doing my music, my music bag, when I go in that music bag, it's so exciting going in the bag every time. You're right. You find that? You're right. And and you're absolutely right. And the other thing is, I also know that I've literally studied, there's only maybe 15 rappers in all of history that are recorded, that have recorded hip hop music and are on camera fucking. I've studied, I've done my homework. And it's like Funk Dubious, um, Tyga, um, there's a one two short porn. Coolio does a little one. Like Snoop Dogg produced a porn, but he didn't Tretch. actually have sex in it. Exactly. And, yeah, like, like I tried Tretch, 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 yeah, Tretch is one of them. Um yeah. and um um what's his name? Luke Campbell did one, but it's like really hard to find. But uh like um, I remember that. Luke Skywalker. I remember so that, there's yeah. like there's literally like, like cool Keith has obviously been involved yeah. in porn, but like there's literally less than 15 rappers in history that have ever been like, I, I've done actual porn and like not just rapped about porn or like pretended I was a porn star, but like actually fucked on camera. 
and recorded music. So, and there's only two in Canada I, I, that I know of me and this one French dude in Montreal, uh, in Quebec, who's Makes like, sense. yeah. And I, he's like, he's like, I, I, I can't remember his name, but he's, I give him respect. He's like fucking on camera and he's like rapping in a video in a strip club. You can find it. So yeah, man, I'm like, I'm just, now I'm saying all that to say like my story is a one of a kind story. It may take people mad years to discover it, but when my time comes, I'll be like, yo man, what the fuck? I've been doing porn in the cut mad long and my life is ill and my rhymes are ill. What's nobody can talk to you, son. Gonna think about now is when you talk and you walk into nothing. Cause like you said, a lot of people, they put this persona. I know a lot of artists put persona out and I've been on the road with them. And how come I gotta go chop? How come I had to go chop something and bring it to Man, no, a lot of them like pro- that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them is like that, dude. Hey, man, ten minutes left. Hey, five minutes. Like you said, hit the road. Yeah, you know the march too bad. We out here, right? Yo, what, and what am I, and what, see, man, freeze up, man. Yo, man, so call, you hear the lyrics? They this, they that, they this, they that. Blah, 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 blah. Now I'm like, yo, game time. Let's go, fellas. Let's do. What we gotta do. I'm out here in Newfoundland. Let's do. What we gotta do. We out here in Surrey. Let's Kelowna. <laughs> Yo, oh the tourists. I can't say it, but oh my God. You know, Eddie. Yo, that's well, a lot the of thing, man. Like, they turn uh, hey, hey, you know, say time. You know, direct the time. You know, talk about the rapping situation. A lot of rapping is front. Rappers are allowed to front, allowed to embellish. That's part of it. If you don't get that part of the embellishment, then I don't know what you, you must be crazy. But uh, I, still, I mean, man. Yo, you're some, I mean, you know, hip hop is taking a dollar, like, you know, turning, taking 15 cents and flipping it into a dollar. That's, you know, I get that. But as far there's a certain level, like, like there's a, like fake it till you make it. There's a line where it's like you shouldn't be faking certain things. Exactly. So it's like what, what, one of, one of my favorite examples is basically saying Ja Rule in the year 2000. Ja Rule has Donk Song out. Literally, Ja Rule is maybe the fucking man in hip hop that attracts the most women. Women throwing panties at Ja Rule. Ja Rule videos. One man with fucking 6,500 gal. So many Ja Rule videos like that. And Ja Rule, in real life, Ja Rule was Jeffrey Atkins married to a woman in Queens and had two or three kids at home. That was the real Ja Rule reality at that time. I'm like, Ja Rule, you ain't fucking all these girls, man. I'm like, and it's like, I'm not mad, but like, he wasn't talking about that he was married with a wife. He was pretending like he was boating all the But he was creating a perception of it's another person and a Music character. Is a business. Yeah, it's I a know. business. And, it's a, and he's on a big label. So that's what I'm saying. You want a big label, split big money. That's that's what I said. Music is a facade. It's entertainment. Entertainment is, is can be fantasy. But the best part, of, and sometimes the entertainment is real. Like, it's not entertainment. It's like, I'm putting this out and I'm actually walking it. And when you're authentic, that's the difference. That's why Jay-Z stands out. That's why certain artists, like, you know he walked in their own buildings and they did certain things before the record. You know what I mean? They had certain clout. So when they talk in the clout, and you could actually feel it come off on this, right? So that's all. Uh, Of course it is. But there are certain people who are, like, so real. They're like, yo, I don't have to front ever about a single thing. I can, I can, like, I've made history literally only expressing 5% of my fucking realness. Even to a Cardi B. Cardi B is like, yo, she's like real strip culture. When she makes any sex song, she's like, yo, I'm telling shit for my real life. I'm not, I could talk about Robin dudes. I could talk about fucking dudes at strip clubs. I could talk about wild, crazy shit. And I'm literally not making up a story, which is cool. I'm cool with storytellers. Cool. But there's a line between a Rick Ross storyteller who was like, Rick Ross, you didn't sell any drugs. 
and there was a like a, a, a fucking Easy E storyteller. It's like Easy E really oh my sold God, drugs. I mean, real. real, dude. So this is yeah, what exactly. I'm saying. It's the line between the two mm-hmm. people. And like I'm 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 old school. I'm I'm the keeper real school. I'm not the the it's all entertainment school. I'm like, yeah, yep. you can say it's entertainment, but like there's a way to tell a story where you're like not pretending like you're the person that is like the gangbanger or the or the fucking pimp or the the drug deal. For sure, man. Yo, uh, time's running. Um, yeah, no, I Austin. go in, I, I go, go in, I go in. So I'll, no, this is good. We're might... getting a lot of good stuff out. I'm sure the questions will be. Yeah, but, uh, yeah so have... I actually actually read a couple of articles online before we started this. And there was a couple of I... things that kind of crossed my mind uh, when I was uh, reading them. And two, uh, one of them was uh, that you are involved with feminist porn. So for yeah. the people that are out there that don't know what that is, can you explain what that is? Awesome. I'm so glad you bring it up. Feminist porn is actually, um, it's half of the reason why I kind of left hip hop for a while and just got into porn because I, I mean, I don't even just do regular porn porn, which is cool. Absolutely cool. I'm not speaking against it. It's just like in hip hop, I did like weird next level underground hip hop. I wasn't a fucking gangbanger, but I love Mob Deep. I love fucking Nas. I love OG rap. I didn't make gangster rap, but I love it. Mm-hmm. And I love Beanie Siegel. So it's like, I love, I make feminist porn, but I love regular porn too, where like, it's not feminist. But as long as it's uh, like consensual and legal, everybody's above 18, everyone's done their paperwork. I ain't got no problem with it. If a woman wants to get mad cum shots in the face and get like, receive a lot of intense, all whatever, whatever, next level kink stuff, I love it. But the feminist porn, I'm saying this to say feminist porn is centering a woman's pleasure instead of having the whole goddamn porn be centered on the man's dick and the man's cum shot. A lot of porn ends as soon as a guy comes, he he comes, it's over. And it's like, yo, what about her pussy? Like, yo, like, I I like to satisfy my partners too. Like, it's, I get pleasure out of satisfying my partners. So that's a lot of the idea of a a long feminist porn where it's like, make sure the the woman has some some power, some say in what positions happen, has some some control in front of the camera and behind the camera. Awesome. Possible. And like it's not all centered on my dick, you know? I, I like I, I I just shot a scene two hours ago. Today I did a massage scene. It was great. And I wore shorts the whole time. The whole time. I massaged her and then I get uh and then she asked for uh like a finger she was like, let's do like a rub and tug, but like you massage me instead of me massage you. So I, I gave her uh, like a hand pleasure and, and fingered her till she came and had a great climax. And I have that scene filmed and I'm uploading it to the internet to be out next week. That's what I did today. It's a great thing. So, so now for those of that don't know, mm-hmm. uh, like in the porn industry, you're talking about how it's always centered on the male, um, them finishing, and then the woman is just kind of left there uh, hanging. How does that actually work when you're having a uh, a video shoot? Um, is it just based on all male, basically? Is it just like, okay, this is how it's going to work, and then this is how the scene's going to end, and we're done? So yeah, that the I women mean, has no say or whatever? Is it just the male that's getting the well, say in it? Well, it's. I mean, there's so many dualities because it's usually, I mean... There's, the porn is such a particular industry. Usually it's based on the man having a cum shot or whatever because the, the porn industry used to be predicated on sat, like trying to find videos and make videos for male customers. So, you know, a lot of the companies are like, we want to have a male cum shot at the end because it's most likely a guy watching it. 
So make him think that it's his dick and that it's his cum shot. So he's happy. So, but now we live in an age where, you know, everyone's got cell phones. Every, a lot of people shoot their own stuff. So women are shooting their own stuff and women are like, yo, we want porn too. We like porn. It's not like 1989 where everyone thinks that only men like porn and exactly. women don't watch. Like everybody watches. So like, and the other thing is, it's like, um, and it wasn't only like, even if they would make it and the man's porn, like the man's dick and his orgasm was the center of the video, which is like 75, 85% of videos in the average mainstream porn world. Still, the woman would get paid more. She would do more work and she wouldn't get an orgasm. But behind the camera, she get paid more because she is working more. Um, women turn over. The women turn over in the industry much faster. They usually have a shorter career. They have to deal with more stress publicly, you know, like all this stuff. So the guy might get in the industry. It's usually like eight to a thousand dollars, 800 to a thousand, but she would get 1500 to 1700, kind of like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's kind of around that for like a California pay rate. Mm-hmm. It's less here, much less here, but it's it's kind of like that. There's all these interesting man. Oh, what a world, man! Yo, it's a, a wild world. Here, it's a man. wild world, but it has a lot of it has a lot of uh, parallels to hip hop because now there's a lot of people who are just independent creators out here hustling on OnlyFans or many bids, making their own websites. So it's just like having an independent label, and you're just you're like literally like Rockefeller or Def Jokes or fucking what, like Rhyme Sayers or Stones Throw or some shit, and you're just yep. like my independent product like we're different than the def jams we're different than the fucking interscopes but like our porn is like focused on this or it's all artsy or it's all super kinky and you're just in a different lane it's literally the same as hip-hop it's product and distribution man it's the same thing you know what i'm saying yeah everybody distribution product marketing marketing and distribution on on a fucking internet that is infinitely devouring everything that people upload with every goddamn second of there's never enough for it never enough we always hungry always eat (laughs) always so do how often how often do you work with people that you don't know uh in the industry and how hard is that um yeah it's um it's really interesting because I'm out here trying to, like, to make a long story short, I'm kind of trying to be like a evolved Hugh Hefner. Like, Hugh Hefner was kind of a dick, but he had the right dream. The like, the Playboy Mansion is a good dream, and I'm not saying that there was, it had a lot of good things to it, but if you do some research, yeah. like, some of the women there were treated well, and they're, like, the sex, Hugh Hefner had this really weird sex. He wasn't that into sex. He was more like a, like a puppeteer. He didn't like to pleasure his women at all. He just wanted, like, 13 blonde girls around him to just yeah. do whatever he said uh so like i want to have like 13 lovers but i want them to also be satisfied and them to fuck whoever they want me and other people so sometimes um it's hard to find people in toronto because toronto has so many people that look beautiful but as far as having professional sexual porn reality a lot of people kind of fake the funk or like don't show up to be honest or, mm. or, or aren't ready aren't ready for that level they're just like no i'm ready to look sexy when i go to a club but i'm not ready to like get paid that's like we don't do that here it's like no we do but like you just gotta dive in the pool like so toronto has had ups and downs of, of little music i mean not music like little porn co- companies and little porn production eras so um 
I do own a company called Spit. And when I worked with Spit and, and like when I first met them, I, I had some people that we all worked together. But at this point in time, I got to kind of independently look for random people who say online, I'm a porn content creator and I'm just looking to create work with other people. So it's just like an MC looking for other producers who make beats. I'm like, all right, I'm just a random cat. I need somebody to do this. Who wants to work together? Like, and that's a quite an often thing. Like when I'm talking about sex and porn, I'm like, yeah, it's work. Like you got to show up. You got your body's got to be clean. Your mind's got to be ready. You got to be willing to focus and make a, a, a pictures or video that are marketable for the world. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fun. We're fucking, it's funny. It doesn't have to be stressful, but like you have to be productive and get your focus mm-hmm. and get your goals done. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not mad stressing. I'm not mad aggressive about it. Like, yo, all up in girl's face. Yo, you want to fuck? Look, I'm not about that. But I'm like, I'm, I'm just like, I, I, I offer a serious opportunity to make money and have sex. I will focus on giving you an orgasm and you can make money off it. And as long as you're like ready to deal with the industry, this could be a real win-win. And so it's just, it's, it's hard. I, I, I do got to find some random strangers here and there, but, um, I find usually maybe five or six a year, maybe 10 a year. So I don't know. You find you should be in, I figure Montreal would be a lot. The climate would be way better in Montreal. I, I, I've shot in Montreal. I've gone to Montreal a few times and I will go back. I, I'm not going to, I haven't cut off anywhere, but um, it was revealed to me the first time I went to Montreal that um, in the Quebec industry, they do not like shooting too much with people who aren't bilingual. I was going to say, that's the only thing I didn't get to say. I, I know you're going to get there. Yeah. Said that the other hurdle is that you're not bilingual. But if you were bilingual, but just because when you go to Montreal, the women there, the culture there, they're so open. It's very European. Any fella that goes, you know what I mean? Like, you walk into a spot right away. If they're into you, they'll tell you right. It's oh, not okay. a mystery. And, it's, and you know what to me? That's special. Anyone knows. Toronto dudes are like, holy, they never seen that because our women here, they could be like that for three years and you'll find out later, you know, I lied to you four years ago. <laughs> like, that's good. I'm into something. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I look at the smile. The smile says it all. Yeah. So that's why I said I mean, yeah. yeah. So, so like, you know, I haven't given up on it. And I, I, I've shot in Boston. I've shot with photographers from uh, uh, out West. I've shot with a photographer from, my, from Miami. Uh, I've traveled. I've done some stuff. I shot with a photographer from Winnipeg. We did some really ill work. So, you know, I mean, I'm still doing this. And um, Lexington Steel, I emailed him in the beginning of my porn career. And I kind of wanted to base my, this is, I'll tell you, I don't tell this much, but when I first started, I was thinking of not calling myself Malcolm Lovejoy, even though Malcolm is based off Malcolm X, who was Mm -hmm. a sex worker in Boston um, before he got arrested. But I was thinking of naming myself Lexington Lovejoy in a way. I don't, I don't tell much people that, but that was my, one of my first names. And I was kind of thinking that because I wanted to nickname myself LL based off LL Cool J. Like I'm an LL Cool J fan. I'm like, yo, yeah. but I'm going to do it like a, like a LL porn thing. So mm-hmm. I, I emailed Lexington Lovejoy. Uh, I mean, um, Lexington Steel. Mm-hmm. And he hit me back in like two days. He was like, what up, man? You're into porn. Cool. Go for it. If you want to use my name thumbs up so like it was cool it was like trying to email jay-z and jay-z being like yeah do like whatever but like so i like the porn dude hit me up but then i was like um for various reasons i'm like no i'm gonna come up with a little more original but Mm -hmm. but yeah man like you just gotta be out here trying to make things happen that's yeah we're gonna take a quick break to show some love to another podcast 
Did you know that there are over 1 million podcasts out there and over 30 million episodes? So why should you listen to Pod Jerky? Well, we have a little bit of something for everyone. We discuss topics such as fertility, pet peeves, Netflix reviews, music, conspiracy theories, and everything in between. We will entertain you, make you laugh, and make you cry. Our amazing guests are also sure to put a smile on your face. Tune in every week to Pod Jerky on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. Pod Jerky, bringing you original flavor. So I, I, yeah. I don't want to take away people's mystique of uh, the porn industry. I don't want to take away their fantasy of what they're seeing on television. But what is it like being behind the camera? Like, how many people are there? Is it nerve-wracking shooting a scene with that many people in a room? Uh, I, I mean, I, I would imagine you'd have to have lighting. You'd have to have camera. You'd have to have sound. A whole well, bunch of lighting, just all there. With the, like, yeah, the you know, so videos, like... You know, the certain things go out, battery, this, that. You in a position it was perfect, but the lighting. Oh, you hit it. Per- that position was perfect, but oh, we didn't get the lighting. Go ahead. I, I uh, sometimes it's like that. It's a whole variety because sometimes it's like just like an independent cat where it's like you're in a studio and it's just the producer and the MC. Sometimes the songs are like that, but sometimes you are in a big studio and there's fucking, or you're on a video set, literally a music set or a porn set, and there's like nine people there. So I have, or I've also been in a porn club and like been paid or like inspired in some way benefited or remunerated to have sex in front of fucking 35 people so uh yeah it's different i mean it's different it's different i mean the same nervousness of just the same universal nervousness of oh i'm exposing myself to the world like this way some some people are just afraid of public speaking there is like some of that feeling but there's 10 layers above it where you're like yo they can see my asshole and my fucking my hairy body or my my warts or my fucking genitals everything so you are thinking that but you also at a certain point I love the way you said that yo at a certain point you really have to shout out to Lexington Lexington gave this there's um I mean there's various ways to think about just being in the moment and zoning out and just being like I'm everything has to disappear I'm here to fuck and that means I just have to fuck the same way when a musician is like, yo, I have to just play this instrument. It doesn't matter if I'm in Carnegie Hall or on the corner. If I'm playing this, I got to play this. And it does, I don't need to think about the audience. It's that's the same parallel. So like when I mean, but it's like universes apart. Playing an instrument is kind of easier than working with a person. So because like your uh, your dick, usually it's, like dance, is right? like, it's not you, it's you and the other person, right? You got to be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it really works. It really helps to have good chemistry. Occasionally, I'll use a pill here and there. I'm not going to deny it, but I don't use Viagra. Sometimes I use more healthy stuff. But like, I'm I'm, I'm not trying to be on the pill all the time, even though 95% of professional porn you see on the internet, guys are on pills. If you see a guy pull down his pants and a boner pops out without like a natural like a girl's like stroking him hard or doing what normal human beings do to achieve an erection. Yeah. He's on a pill, which is okay because it's like, you have never seen a fucking movie. Like the rock isn't just coming out of his bed. Like every movie well, they, have, that, they, they have yeah, makeup, exactly. they have all this stuff, exactly. lighting, whatever, stuntmen, exactly. whatever. So it's like porn people can use enhancements too. Those girls are in makeup too, whatever. So I'm not judging it. I'm just being aware of it be like, all mm-hmm. right. 
So when people are like, oh, I can't do what's in porn, it's be like, yo, those are professional people that put in a lot of work yeah. and like put all that together. So Plus you don't know. Like different, people like don't understand film. If you understand film, it has to sometimes because it's different angles. Like, you know what I'm saying? Director Austin, look what we shot at the video, right? We just shot the fly video where we all met. Even we learned that we had to go back and shoot more. We didn't have enough. You see what I'm saying? My minute you left. But see the video, there's a part you, we all together in the song. For the world, we on this whole song together. Fly. Big up No Casino. Big up Mindenda. Big up the Rickshaw. Big up Director Awesome Hype. Everyone that made that happen. But yeah, but uh, the same thing, right? So you got to shoot over my head. That's, you got to do the stuff from the side. That's another angle. You got to do it. And thing. you know what? Every that's what I was talking to. That's what I was right? talking to Mindbender about perform, saying, you know. You got to stop. It is so, yeah. so yeah, so then you're going to have, so yeah, you got to take it just like an athlete in sports, professional sports, same thing. Athletes got to take enhancement, this, that, you got injuries, you got to recover. You got to, because you're a professional. I got to go out every 48 hours and perform. Yeah, exactly. Perform. So, I mean, it's like, you know, the natural thing, when you grab somebody, you like, you grab them, like you grab their body like this. Yeah. Well, like the natural human thing to do when you grab somebody like this. The arm is in the way of most regular camera angles. Yes. So like when like the first rule of porn is like you have to open your body in a way that the camera is a third person in the in your twosome. So it's essentially a threesome and you're kind of not really even you're fucking the person you're with, but you're also have to be fucking a camera. Yeah, you're so fucking the a camera. camera. Yeah, you so are. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. like you have to open your body, you have to open mm. your hips. Sometimes mm. you gotta like move your arms and waist. But then it's like you figure out ways to do it, and you're like, okay, this is how I can do it, and like I'm I'm in my zone, and this is not like not too weird. So yeah. But then you're like, okay, this is another another way a porn person said it. I think it was Asa Akira. She's like, when you're doing porn, you're you're 99 lost in the sex scene. The best ways to do it is 99% lost, but 1% of your mind is aware of where the camera is and what work you're doing and what business is. Mm-hmm. But 99% of the time you're like acting and you're like in the passion of, of mm-hmm. sex. So that's how I try to do it. I mean, I, I haven't fully answered your question, but going back to it, sometimes when I'm shooting, I don't, I don't like to have a lot of people in the room, but like I have shot for a few Los Angeles companies and stuff and and for um, um, Showtime in Chicago, and there were seven people in the room. We shot down at the Gladstone Hotel, and there was there was three people behind one camera and three people behind another camera, and I'm on a bed with somebody. I was like, "Holy fuck, it's a fucking madhouse in here." So I just I just thought that I was on an island, and I'm like, nothing exists outside the island. The bed is all that my brain can comprehend, and like people literally turn into wallpaper, and you. The best way to do it is to be like, yo, all y'all motherfuckers shut up. Like, <laughs> let us do our work. Cause like, yo, when Al Pacino and fucking Brad Pitt are in the zone, you're not yabbering. Like you let them do their work. So that's, I'm just saying all that to say the best way to have shoot a professional porn. If there's all these people in the room is if all those motherfuckers shut up and let people fuck. And, and, and that's where they're all like used the real- to it, right? Like they're they're all yeah. used to it with their job being cameraman or lighting or sound or whatever. They'd all be used to uh, just being still in the room and shooting, right? You would think. Nah, if, 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 yeah. if they were professionals that respected the actors, which yes. you don't always know. Yes. Some I had a scene where I thought things would be good. This didn't happen too long ago. I'm not going to say too much about it, but somebody that we thought was professional and could handle the situation 
disrupted a scene the second scene we shot and was like, I, I can't, I can't handle this. Can't watch this yeah. timeout. And they, st- they shut it off. So somebody in the background was like, I, I can't deal with this. It, it happens all the time yeah. in various ways. So like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, like, yeah. it could be a professional reason. It could be somebody yeah. dropping a light. It could be somebody like fucking up a camera. It could be anything. Or it could be like somebody's personal relationship being like coming to invade the situation. Being yeah. like, yo, I'm not cool with her shooting, yo. There and in the industry, it's called the suitcase pimp. Like it's usually like a boyfriend <laughs> of the, the the dude who couldn't do the porn, but it's the boyfriend of the girl, and he's just like on set, and he's like, "Yo, man, do they really have to fuck her so much, man? You didn't you get enough?" And kind of it's like, "Yo, dude, man, fuck." Shut and the, the fuck energy up, alone, man. the energy alone of it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's real, it's real, and it's like whatever, man. Like you, these are professionals, music, you know that right away. That's one of the things that gave you a certain protection because you know those energy, those subtleties. That's a music thing, too. You want to record another? Oh, I ain't go there, man. You know, you know what's things about me? You know, oh, probably YouTube, my better over the years, man. Really uh, man, bad, I, really I can't bad. imagine. You told me some of the story, but I know there's, there's always so many more. And it's like, yours must be even crazier, but the stuff I just know because we've been out here running around. Yeah. <laughs> running yeah. around, we still are. So, we still all right. I mean, I mean, hey, I, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm glad hey, you're man. asking about this because i don't put it out much and i did stay healthy man you stay healthy man yo is there any is there any man you stay healthy man yeah yo that's a definite thing man like shout out to uh, to zumbi like from zion i man all all the mcs that passed shock g i got to see shock g so like yo all the mcs man like dmx yo but 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 um i don't know i I can do like i can try to answer one or two more questions like and i do more of a rapid fire i I know i'm kind of gushing but what i think we'll do is I don't know if you're just director, director awesome. This interview is so good. I think, we, like, we should run another part, man. Like, it's good. Like, there's so much stuff for thought, the stuff we can get into. I say we, we like, you can let out whatever you want to let out in the bag, come back. And if you don't mind, I'd love to have you back on here. Bring, like, another, you could bring another guest, maybe someone else that you work with. We'll figure something else out. I and, could and do, like, a part two, man. Or even get into your company. Like, we could do something more. Are you, if you're down, are you down? I am so down. And if you wanted, I could totally bring a lady friend on. Would, would you want that? Yeah. 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 I would. I think that would be so awesome. But then we get both sides. It wouldn't be like you said from the male, because it's like a male dominated, you know, that old school, old boys club thing. We're not coming from that. It'd be nice to have a full representation. I'm totally I, I'd be, I'd be I'm so, a Scorpio. You know, so you know, anything about, hey, I'm a Scorpio. So a Scorpio would never go say no. November. Yeah. You know and and I mean? like, so, I'm. Hey. I'm I'll say a few things from my perspective, but one thing I try to say in every interview, especially about porn, is that I never get, my family knows, my mom knows, dad, my whole family, I'm out to everybody, everyone knows I do porn, and nobody stresses me about it. No, Everyone's like, yeah, good luck, be safe, be smart, you know, don't get anyone pregnant, well, peace. And, I, like, and I think I that's know, one of the questions I was going to ask you, too, is how does family feel? But you just yeah, answered it. So. Cool. Yeah, um, it, it's so weird, because my mom was more I'll drop a jewel. I don't say very much, but um, my mom was more against me getting into music than she was into me getting into porn for a reason that I rarely ever say. This might be the first time I'm saying this in public, but um, my uncle, I had a family uncle who was a DJ in, in Toronto, and he was murdered on Eglinton at a, at a jam in 1979. And uh, um, so my, my, if my mom was like when I was like 21 in the like the in, in the 80s, you know, the late 80s, early 90s, and it was crazy. We're getting into hip hop. 
<laughs> well, you know, like I, I, we were more in, in, I was moving back and forth between Ottawa and here, mm -hmm. but my mom was like, yo, we had somebody in the family who was a DJ and he was killed. He's a reggae DJ who was killed at a jam. So you're getting into the music industry. I, I kind of don't like the music industry. And I was like, mom, like, I'm really like, I really try to stay away from violence. Like I'm, I'm, I'm all about KRS-One, Chuck D, Rock can't like conscious hip hop, public enemy was a first rap show. I'm like, I really want to stay away from violence, mom. I, I promise I'll do my best to not you know, get involved in that. So, but like my mom, the whole 20, she was against me getting into hip hop. Like really didn't want it. I'm like, yo, I'm dope. Mom, I'm not giving this up. Hip hop's real. Like, yo, I got to do it. So when I, I turned, when I turned 35 and like was like, yo, I'm going to get into porn because this is another side of me. I really, it's really important. My mom was like, okay, well, you're like a grown man. And okay. I'm, I'm really, she was not as much against porn as she was against hip hop. But like, that's the reason why, like peace, peace to my my uncle, my Montague family. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's the history. Okay, so I, then we'll wrap up this one. But you have agreed to come back on and have uh, a female f uh, friend come on as well, which will be fantastic. So we want to leave oh, a little bit wait. something uh, for the fans to to listen to uh, in the next episode as well, because uh, that would uh, that would be great. So we're gonna oh, definitely, brother, definitely, I, definitely get that booked in. I. I have not scratched the fucking surface of the stories of the like, yo, people in hip hop are not ready for the things that go on in the world of sex. They really well, aren't. So like, say, I know there's more, right? Let's, there's so much more. This is like, this is just foreplay. This is foreplay. Exactly. This is just the, like the like, a first kiss. This ain't even a hand job. This ain't even a, like. So, yo, we got, just got we just I'm got like, into the intro of it. That's it. We're not even at the first base. We're trying to get there. We no doubt, coming, no coming, doubt. We're, we're on steps. first base, but it's, yeah. So I, I, I gotta shout out all the, all the ladies and all the people I work with in Toronto doing porn, and all the people I do hip hop with. Um, I dropped an album called Blindside is 2020. That's out on, uh, on all the platforms. Find it on, you know, Spotify, YouTube, all them things. And um, yeah, my last video was called. Uh, flowers on the grave of time it's on youtube and tang it's it's really dope and i'm still doing hip-hop i'm still good shit i'm just uh you know i'm just trying to be the cool keith of canada out here for real for real so hey man we love stuff, you man. i'm, I'm happy you. to be happy thank to you, be on man. podcast jerky thank you for your contribution you know what man. actually before you, you go let us awesome. know where where everyone can find you oh uh, yeah I'd, be, I'd appreciate it Y'all checked out OnlyFans slash Malcolm Lovejoy. You find me on there. Uh, you can find me uh, spit dot exposed. This magazine, the hip hop. I mean, um, the porn website that I run. Um, uh, Mindbender Supreme on Bandcamp. That's where you can find my, most of my music. And yeah, like I'm also looking to rebuild and 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 and, and expand this network. So if somebody sees my shit and wants to be like, yo, man, I want to invest or help them with some of this shit, reach out. I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to put it to the next level. So that was the uh, episode of the Northern Touch Show. Of course, you can find us on Instagram at the Northern Touch Show, on Twitter at the uh, Northern Touch 6. You can find us on our bite side on our link tree, which is oh, L-I-N-K-T-R-E-E forward slash the Northern Touch Show. So that's going to wrap up the episode. Tune into part two of this episode with Mindbender, uh, a.k.a. Malcolm Lovejoy. Uh, we're going to get into a whole lot more with another guest uh, that he's going to bring on as well. You know yes. what to do. One love. Bringing you the peace. best. Mad love to Thrust. Mad love to Director Awesome. And one love to Podcast Jerky.
Touchdown, let's go. Hot turkey.